0: Or visit collateralbase.com. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast, home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Together. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. Over the next several weeks, we'll explore cannabis-infused meditation and sound healing. We'll also shine a light on quality over quantity and the importance of supporting craft farmers and makers. But this week, I've dipped way back in the archives to bring you a highly responsible travel PSA. As school winds down and summer heats up, I thought you might appreciate my casually baked tips for traveling to a cannabis legal state. While I discuss the California adult use laws, if you follow these guidelines, it's a responsible framework no matter which cannabis legal state you're in. But remember, always check the laws where you're traveling. And if you're inspired to visit the Bay Area, I'd love to be your cannabis lifestyle guide. I host one-on-one and small group experiences for both cannabis business professionals and canna-curious enthusiasts in the wine and weed country of Northern California. Learn more by visiting casuallybaked.com backslash travel. But first, a word from our sponsor, MJ Relief, the muscle rub PhD formulated for what aches and pains you. This week, we'll hear Cynthia's story of relief.
1: Hi, I'm Cynthia from Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I've always been an avid athlete, amateur athlete, worked out or trained four to six times a week my whole life. I'm 60 years old, was having a lot of pain in my flexors, thinking there was something really wrong. Uh, I went to uh, an orthopedic surgeon, and indeed, there is nothing wrong. <laughs> my flexors are, and, and ligaments are, are just worn out from being 60 and being and using them. They just wear out. We don't last forever, unfortunately. So uh, looking for relief, I found this MJ Relief skin ointment, CBD skin ointment. And I just apply it in the morning and it seems to loosen my flexors up, which allows me to use them, which in turn warms them up more.
0: So if I just keep applying this two, three times a day, I walk a lot better. It's great. I try it. If you're feeling Cynthia's chronic pain and want some muscle and joint relief of your own, head over to mjskinrelief.com and order a tube for you and another one for someone you love. That's mjskin, R-E-L-I-E-F dot com. And if you're already a fan of MJ Relief, please send a video or voice memo and let me share your story of relief on the podcast. Social butterflies, find at MJ Skin Relief on Facebook and Instagram. The Sustainability Roll-Up is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. In perfect harmony with natural, sustainable practices, it's always been the OCB's signature to provide the highest quality, responsibly sourced, and sustainably crafted rolling papers. I recently learned an interesting fact from my friends at Food Revolution Network. Did you know that lawns are the single largest irrigated crop in the United States, covering nearly 32 million acres? On the other hand, fruits and veggies grow on about 10 million acres across the country. This means the space that American lawns occupy could provide enough land to grow three times as many fruits and vegetables if utilized properly. In my experience as a former Texas homeowner with a giant backyard, keeping a beautiful manicured lawn is high maintenance, expensive, and it doesn't actually produce anything useful. In fact, lawn care is a $75 billion plus industry, and much of the produce you buy in your big box grocery stores is depleted of the nutrients that you think you're getting. I learned that the average plate of food travels 1,500 miles before it gets to your plate. Fruits and veggies will never be as nutritious as they are the moment you pluck them off the vine or tree or out of the ground. Every hour that goes by after that, their nutritional value literally withers away. Vegetables lose between 15 and 77% of their vitamin C within a week of harvest, according to a 2007 University of California Davis paper published in the Journal of the Science of Food and Agriculture. And that's if they're kept refrigerated the whole time. Most produce loses 30% of its nutritional value within three days of harvesting. Spinach can lose 90% of its vitamin C content within 24 hours of harvest, and 50% of its folate and carotenoids within a week. By the time it's purchased in the grocery store, it's often more than a week old. Fresh and local are always best, and you can't get fresher or more local than your own garden. So what if you decide to transform your lawn into an edible garden? If you live in a nice neighborhood, the HOA might throw a temper tantrum. Many cities have banned edible gardens, especially when placed in a front yard. Consequences range from citations to fines to, in extreme instances, jail time. I mean, can you imagine going to jail for planting a garden in your front yard? That is incredibly ridiculous. But somebody's got to stand up and push back. A Florida couple went to court against their town after being slapped with a $50 per day fine for growing food in their front yard. Although they initially lost, the state ended up passing a law in July 2019 that prohibits towns from banning edible gardens for aesthetic reasons. And in California, a bill passed in 2014 that allows for personal agriculture in order to reduce food costs for those in poverty. Despite the challenges you might be faced with if you decide to transform a lawn into a garden, the benefits are high. Speaking of high, if you grow your own herb, I'm willing to bet you want to smoke it with the most sustainably produced rolling papers on earth. I'm currently getting acquainted with the OCB bamboo rolling papers. Last year, OCB rolled out America's first ultra thin, slow burning bamboo rolling paper and cones that have been taking the market by storm. The 100% French milled OCB bamboo is harvested responsibly, is highly sustainable, chlorine free, dye free, bleach free, GMO free, and vegan. You'll love OCB even more because they make no tear, even burning rolling papers with natural, always sticks acacia gum grown in African fields that OCB has been reforesting for decades. Of course, you must be 21 and older to buy OCB rolling papers and to follow at OCB underscore USA on social. I've loved the convenience of the OCB cones, but I've put them on the shelf as I master the classic art of hand-rolling my joints. And I have to brag, I had a breakthrough on last week's episode of Roll With Me with my friend Luke, who taught me the art of the Dutch cone roll. If you're a grown-up joint rolling novice, I invite you to learn the craft alongside me. Catch the Roll With Me video series lighting up on the Casually Baked YouTube channel. You can also find the replays on IGTV. But subscribe to Casually Baked on YouTube for the live streams. If you haven't bought your school supplies yet, there's still time. Visit ocbusa.com backslash baked to get four booklets of OCB and a rolling tray for only $4.99. This bundle is worth 20 bucks and is around for a limited time. But the rolling skills and street cred we'll earn together, my friend, makes this bundle priceless. As for you OGs who can roll a joint one handed, I challenge you to sample the entire line of OCB products and let me know your favorite. Ask for OCB wherever you buy your papers. You'll find links to the OCB special offer as well as an interest form for joining me on an episode of Roll With Me in the Podcast 186 show notes at casuallybaked.com. I first recorded this podcast in June of 2018 after one of my casually baked besties had visited from Texas. If you're new to the casually baked lifestyle and plan to visit a cannabis legal state this summer, this podcast is for you. So smoke them if you got them and settle in. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the hot dollar gun. I got the West Coast smoke. Let's go over some basic information you should know when it comes to cannabis and travel. But before I begin, here's my big fat neon flashing lights disclaimer. As your cannabis lifestyle guide, I am sharing information and anecdotal stories with you. I am not suggesting or condoning any sort of behavior. I am merely using this platform to inspire you to do your own follow-up homework so as to feel empowered to confidently make the best decisions for yourself. All right, let's get to it. The laws will be different everywhere. And as usual, I'll include links in the show notes at casuallybake.com where you can find your state or the state you're traveling to for a look at their cannabis laws. If you're California dreaming this summer, here are the big things to know to get the most out of your cannabis-infused holiday. The Adult Use of Marijuana Act allows the use of cannabis for any adults older than 21 with a valid state ID or driver's license. Don't show up with an expired license or temporary identification. You won't get in, period. Also, bring cash. Many dispensaries now offer ATM services at checkout so you can pay with your debit card, but the transaction is rounded up to the nearest $5 and you'll receive change for the difference. You'll also be charged a nominal ATM transaction fee, just like if you were in a convenience store, unless you spend above a certain monetary threshold of 50 or $100, depending on the establishment. All right, now that you know what you need to bring with you, where in the hell do you find out exactly where to go? Where do these magical plant stores hide? (laughs) When it comes to finding dispensaries in your area, I'm a fan of Leafly.com. That's L-E-A-F-L-Y dot com. Some of my friends prefer weed maps. Both offer a wealth of information. It just depends on whose interface you prefer. And I'll mention that I don't always see the same dispensaries listed on each site. So if you really want to get in the weeds, cross-reference where you'll be and what's available on both sites. Be sure to review the dispensary's menu of brands and products, and you can do that through both Leafly and Weed Maps. So the trick is to have an idea of what you want before you arrive. I distinctly remember being a little girl standing in line at a Luby's cafeteria with my bunny. As we got our trays to begin moving through the line, she told my sister and me to not let our eyes get bigger than our stomachs. I learned what that really meant as I stared at a tray of food I was unable to finish eating 30 minutes later. The moral of that micro story is you're going to feel like a big kid in a cannabis store and you're going to want to try everything. But holidays are finite and so is the amount of cannabis you can consume while still keeping your wits about you and enjoying your trip. Remember, this is summer vacation, not spring break 1997. <laughs> oh, So consider who you're with and what activities you've got planned. It is legal to consume in private spaces or in smoking lounges or special cannabis events. It is federally illegal to consume on public lands. So if you're out on a scenic hike, you don't want to get caught smoking a joint and contributing to the potential risk for wildfires. Decide wisely if flour, edibles, or concentrates is your jam. I also think you don't want to purchase a lot of paraphernalia that you can't take home with you, so consider purchasing a couple of pre-rolls, maybe one strain for day and one for night. Each joint contains between a half and a full gram of weed, which is sufficient for about two to four people on average. Ask your bud tender for recommendations, but be mindful of the THC concentration of the flower options they might recommend to you. 10 to 17 percent THC will give you a nice high. Over 20 percent THC will hit you hard after one or two hits, especially if you don't smoke often or are not accustomed to our California bud. And you can go ahead and multiply that effect if you're also drinking alcohol. California is wine, weed, and craft beer country. If you mix two, take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by EndoCanna Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA collection kit, endo-decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, endo-aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Efica soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Efica Unwind, created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formulation of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Or all three of those together, you'll likely spend time crossfaded, hugging a toilet, wishing the bathroom would stop spinning. Trust me, I see it happen with my very own eyes all of the time. You have nothing to prove, so don't try to be Captain Cannabis. If you're a novice or infrequent cannabis consumer, I suggest choosing a day to imbibe on cannabis and an alternate day to experience the wine and craft beer scene. If you're curious to experiment with the wellness aspect of cannabis while you're on holiday, consider the low-dose, sublingual, and tincture options. And if your body is feeling stiff from sleeping all weird against the window on the flight, pick up a topical to soothe your neck, back, shoulders, whatever aches, massage in some muscle rub. Heads up that if you are really, really sensitive to THC, you might experience a very mild high from applying topical cannabis. Relax and enjoy it. And remember that edibles are the wild card of cannabis. Because the THC is metabolized in both your stomach and liver, you'll have two waves of high coming at you, one about 45 minutes to two hours in, and the next, more intense wave will roll over you a few hours after that. And also keep in mind that some people are super sensitive to edibles. You might be feeling great. But if your buddy is miserable, then what's the point? So start low, go slow, and remember, you can always take more, but you can't take less. Whatever you decide to choose, remember that the effects of each consumption method and the duration of the high you'll experience will vary. So plan your outings, meals, and activities accordingly. All right, now let's circle back. Now that your sights are set on the best dispensary location and you have an idea of what you're looking to purchase, off you go. When you arrive, you'll most likely find a security guard standing outside checking IDs, just like the old days at your favorite bar or nightclub. Once you get the okay, you'll then be directed inside to a front desk where your information will be processed and you'll learn the rules of that dispensary and some general rules about the state of California and cannabis consumption. When I was shopping with Leslie at Harvest the other day, even though I wasn't purchasing anything for myself, I was still required to carry around a little handbasket just like she was. It was the first time I was asked to do that, so I believe that's a dispensary-specific rule to perhaps help them control shrinkage and keep an eye on the customers. However, here's an example of a statewide rule being enforced. Before the adult use laws took effect on January 1, while shopping, I was able to pick up flower jars, even open them and give the terps a sniff. I learned that is no longer legal. Now, jars and flowers can no longer be pre-examined and a bud tender must hand you the flower that you intend to purchase. I didn't look up the specific language, but I was told there's something written in the law stating the medicine must be dispensed from a professional at the dispensary. So even though you have that boutique experience of picking up and romancing all of the other products in the store, when it comes to the actual flour, keep your paws off. That experience reminded me of my first time buying produce when I moved to Bologna. At the time, I didn't know that in Italian culture, you never touch the produce with your hands. In grocery markets, you have to put on a glove, and at a farmer's market, the farmer chooses for you. Anyway, back in California at the dispensary, I was gently scolded for picking up the cannabis flowers. So, maybe walk around with your hands in your pockets if you're like me and love to smell the terpenes. All right, so what else do you need to know about your dispensary shopping experience? Okay, for sure, leave your phone in your pocket or purse. You can't take pictures, so don't even tempt yourself. And ask questions. The bud tenders are there to help you find what you're looking for. If you did your homework in advance, you can ask really targeted questions and dial in your experience. Also, be prepared for sticker shock. The new cannabis taxes are no joke, which is another reason why you should purchase mindfully. Although I'm willing to bet when you walk out the door, you'll likely have paid in our legal cannabis market what you pay on the black market back home in your own state. Except our bud is all tested and safe. So don't forget, you can always buy more later if you run out. There's no pot shortage here at the moment. It's legal for you to buy, carry, and share up to one ounce, or 28 grams, of cannabis flour and up to eight ounces, or 226 grams, of concentrates a day. If you end your trip with leftovers, know that you can't sell the cannabis to anyone else unless you're licensed by the state. You can, however, do a good deed and give it away. When you're done shopping and ready to check out, the tender will place your products in a child-resistant exit bag. This is a glorified, opaque Ziploc baggie, but I myself struggle getting into it, so they're doing a good job. Be sure to pay attention when the bud tender shows you how to open it. Otherwise, you'll get frustrated and you may just cut into the damn thing. Try not to do that. And be sure to bring this exit bag to this dispensary or any other that you visit. The first one is normally included in your first visit, but you'll have to purchase another exit bag on subsequent visits if you forget to bring it back. Cannabis products can't leave the dispensary without being secured in this bag. And if you're ready to get your cannabis-infused party started as soon as you leave the dispensary, ask if they have an on-premise smoking lounge or if they can point you to the nearest one. Now for the public service portion of this podcast. If you're driving or have a rental vehicle, know that if you get pulled over, technically the cannabis products should be in the trunk of your car. Driving under the influence includes cannabis, so do not drive or op- Driving under the influence does include cannabis, so do not drive or operate a motor vehicle while impaired. If you're pulled over and suspected of being impaired, an officer may perform a typical field sobriety test same one used to test for alcohol impairment. Many experienced cannabis consumers exercise, compete, practice yoga, have creative breakthroughs, and do complex thinking while technically intoxicated on cannabis. I say all that because I'm pretty sure somebody who is a typical cannabis consumer would pass that field sobriety test with flying colors. Probably doing fourth grade level math might be a better test. <laughs> I'd probably fail that. I get really bad with numbers when I'm high. (laughs) Now for the bummer part of this conversation. If you purchased flour or pre-rolls, be sure to find a worthy soul to donate the leftovers to when it's time to pack up and head to the airport. In California, state law allows traveling with cannabis, but federal law says it's illegal. Drug dogs aren't trained to smell cannabis in general in all of its forms, They are specifically trained to smell the terpenes in cannabis flower. If you tuned into Podcast 38, then you know those are the essential oils of the plants. Trained drug dogs are sniff-happy for the terpene mercine, which is the most prevalent terpene in the cannabis flower. Your takeaway? Flower is fragrant and easy to sniff out. It's not worth the risk, so don't pack that tasty shit in your suitcase. As for carry-on bags, the Transportation Security Administration says its officers remain focused on security and detecting weapons, explosives, and other threats to aviation and passengers, not on sniffing out drugs. But if a TSA officer does find cannabis or another illegal substance during the security screening of carry-on or checked baggage, the policy is to call in local airport law enforcement. I have read that statement numerous places online, as well as heard it from a TSA agent's mouth with my very own ears. As a federal agency, TSA's response to the discovery of cannabis is the same in every state and at every airport. But at most commercial airports in California, as in other states where possession of small amounts of recreational marijuana is now legal, once airport law enforcement steps in, Nothing much usually happens. I had an ex whose bag was inspected for a liquids issue and they found cannabis flower. The local authorities were called and reviewed his medical card and ID, threw the cannabis in the trash, and he was sent onto his gate. He didn't miss the flight. This is all anecdotal. I'm sharing travel information with you. And this is the part where I need you to check your gut. If you're uptight to start with, or you get weird and nervous and have a tendency to make yourself sick with anxiety, then please follow all of the rules. I personally have a rebel streak, and I have chronic pain, and I need my fucking muscle rub. I also get anxiety, and my daily tablinguals help tremendously, and they travel with the rest of my vitamin routine. Low-dose breath mints and my Altoid 10... Chocolate-covered blueberries and my homemade trail mix? I'm not hurting anybody, and they sure make my travel experience more enjoyable. I don't like taking pharmaceutical drugs or popping ibuprofen like it's candy, so this is something I'm comfortable doing. But that's me, and you are not me. So like I said, gut check. You do you, and you own it.
1: Joanna, back home in Austin, Texas. I think we're nearing a hundred today. I sure do miss that California weather. So, just want to say thank you so much for um, my cannabis experience over the weekend. Of course, I love that it's legally um, or legal recreationally, I guess I should say, because you know I've always been such a rule follower. <laughs> um, but I really loved going to Harvest and Geary, and I loved that they had the 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 room in the back the lounge where we could um, where we could use products whether they were THC or CBD or um, drink them eat them smoke them if you got them I loved that I loved what a nice environment that was and I loved being with like minded folks that really wanted to use cannabis for help Um, my favorite part though I think was watching you do your thing and teaching us all about it I guess my biggest takeaway of what was most fun for me is I feel like so often when we get high, it's like, you know, that whole, like, dude, what was I saying? And what? And giggling, which I love. But I love to elevate the conversation. I love knowing that there's terpenes I can use or products I can use to prevent um, things or to help me if I already have certain things going on. That was super cool. It was – um I guess molecules and science wasn't something that was ever part of my cannabis experience in the past. So that was super cool. You're a badass. Love you lots. lot. Thank you for having me. Can't
0: wait to get back. I loved getting that fun message from my friend Leslie. And I would love to get messages from you, too. Record a voice memo and email it to me at ask at Maybe you have your own story or cautionary tale that you want to share with the tribe. Bring it on. Send it to me. If you don't like the sound of your voice, you can always email me at askcasuallybaked.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do it or don't. But do. <laughs> Thanks for exploring the contemporary cannabis culture with me. Be sure to subscribe and help other like-minded folks find our Casually Baked tribe. And if you learned something, be sure to share this episode with a friend. Puff, puff, pass it on. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album Gotta Get Back wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great
1: cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in
0: cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.